when the David Gerard Vineyards and Wineries Day is done. It's winemaker Jordan Mingle, assistant winemaker Nick Cowger, tasting room manager David Morrison, an occasional guest, and owner David Gerard usually hang out a bit and discuss their day over a glass of wine. The conversation is somewhat about wine, but most often bounce around between philosophy, music, education, small successes, big mistakes, life in general, cabbages and kings and more. For an inside perspective on the operations of a small Sierra Foothill winery and insights into the characters who run it, join us every Friday for a 45-minute or so after-hours conversation. Welcome to this very first edition of Somewhat About Wine, a David Gerard Vineyard's After Hours podcast. We're here to make the case that if artificial intelligence is real, it unnecessarily follows that we might have enough native intelligence to know a little bit about wine, at least somewhat. There are over three million podcasts. I guess we figured the world could not survive without another one. Honest, that's what we figured. Our figuring is based on three basic building blocks which have proven themselves unassailable since the eighth grade. Number one, how hard can it be? Two, what can possibly go wrong? And three, hey guys, watch this. We did our homework though. We asked why do some podcasts succeed where others wind up being kicked to the curb? Here are some of the tips we got. Invest in a beautiful video version of the podcast. Not a chance. Have consistent releases. We'll do most Fridays, sometimes when we get around to it. Be relatable. This could be our Achilles heel. Consider new ideas. It's not happened since we briefly thought of making kimchi health wine. Select a niche which aligns with our capabilities. Here we've got two out of the three covered, niche and alignment. Given, it, given all of that, it's hard to see where we can fail. Great, great, but what's it about, you say? Well, here again, it's a, um, it's a bit iffy, but at the core, it has an assembled panel of wine experts, Jordan, winemaker, Nick, assistant winemaker, David M., tasting room, wine club manager, and David G., owner. We're going to be sitting around discussing a wide variety of issues over a glass of wine, as often we do at the end of the day. Some of the topics even have to do with wine in the vineyard. Is there a charge for this podcast? You may ask. Absolutely not. It's not worth it. How do you listen? Well, since you found us this time, we suggest that you follow the same exact procedure next time. Do we take questions on wine by email or text? Yes, we do. Email tastingroom at davidgerardvineyards.com. Text 530-295-1833. Remember, the more complicated your questions, the more complicated our answers. So please try to keep the question simple. Here's an example. What's the difference between red wine and white wine? Those are the kind of questions we're looking for. So today's topics deal with winemaking. Jordan, Jordan is here to discuss why a physiology degree is the perfect preparation for making wine and repairing a leaky roof and damaged drywall. Good afternoon, Jordan. Hi, David. Good afternoon. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, next topic is Snarky Puppy. Nick Cowger is our assistant winemaker. Good afternoon, Nick. Good afternoon. I know next to nothing about the band, so this should be fun. <laughs> uh, 
And, and, and Nick will tell us uh, who Snarky Puppy is and how it relates to wine blends and why it matters. Well said, David. I like that. And, and the third, the third uh, is Bridge Building. David Morrison is our tasting room wine club manager. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, David. David is prepared to discuss the finer <laughs> points of bridge repair and why it takes so long and the role of salutary benefits of wine as part of the build bid <laughs> can't even say as part of the bridge building process. You need wine to build a bridge. <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, if you're wondering about where exactly the wine part of our podcast comes into play, please know that we will be drinking it. Cheers. So cheers to that. Cheers to that. So Jordan, how's the roof and drywall repairs going? So, I guess we should start. This year, we're going into a beautiful spring. It's gloriously sunny outside. Sun we haven't seen much of all winter. We had amazing rain. This is the somewhat part about wine. Amazing rain here at the vineyard, uh, which is great for the vines. Uh, unfortunately, we've been seeing some damage from flooding and things in our area. Nothing too detrimental. In my case... Uh, I had a rodent who didn't want me to be left out of the fun and decided to chew through uh, some pecs in my house. So I've been dealing with... Some what in your house? My pecs. Your pecs. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's what you got when you worked out. Pecs. I I don't have those. What's pecs? (laughs) I have a pecs is the water lines, not, not the muscles I am lacking. Um, so yeah, that's been fun and the fun continues trying to finish that up hopefully next year. Is it, is it too much <laughs> to say you've been the fiddler on the roof for now about two months trying to get yeah, the thing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a process yeah. for sure. It's been nice to come to the winery and take my mind off of it a little bit. So what about the physiology part? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, you have a degree. It's been in phys- so long. You, 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 you've got a degree in physiology. That's perfect for winemakers, right? Yeah, of course. That's uh, yeah. I think college is perfect for uh, winemakers. You get to get to try uh, different beverages. <laughs> do you do you do you think they still have your picture up in the Isla Vista jail? The, uh, I you know I never got never had the opportunity to to uh, to enjoy that that place. Um, but no, physiology, yeah, enjoyed uh, a lot of science, a lot of chemistry. I think it was a good background uh, to, to get my chops up for making wine. But so much of it is uh, just enjoying the product like we are. We are hey, Jordan, currently. I've got a question for you. Oh, sure. Would hey, David, pass- this is David Morrison, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Would you uh, pass the rosé, please? Uh, sure. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought you had something. That's the kind there of question go. we like. There we we go. can handle this. I, I can. I can. Uh, I can oblige. So, oh, so yeah, you did so actually much. graduate. There was rumors that that uh, maybe something happened in the graduation what rumors ceremony. Are you hearing, David? Well, there was, uh, there's plenty of rumors out there, uh, but I never heard. And that's why he turned to winemaking, right? You couldn't. You couldn't. Couldn't cut it. I couldn't cut the physiology. Nick. Yes, sir. So, what's up with snor- snarky? I can't even say it. So, what's up with <laughs> snarky poopies? <laughs> snarky puppy. Well, um, this this is a band. Um, you know, as I said earlier, that I'm I'm not super familiar with, but um, a very close friend of mine who works in audio engineering. He has been uh, has loved them for a long time. 
There's sort of a, um, <clears throat> a jazz fusion act. They have a massive group of, I believe, rotating members. Um, I used to have a saxophone player in one of my bands who would always talk about them. So, mm. you know, it's one of those that has kind of been uh, always always on the periphery. And, you know, as a musician, I think the um, wow. the last step... Oh, is that something we'll talk about later? Well, perhaps? I just heard two references <laughs> to but, your band, <laughs> one, shame, your musician, second. Shameless self-plug. Yeah. Um but we'll you know, get back to that. jazz is, well, is I think kind we of. We should say we've never heard Nick play in person. We've never seen him play. It's all drum tracks. I do speaking it on the computer. Speaking of rumors that have circulated about the staff. <laughs> yeah, speaking of staff yeah, rumors. Yeah, I just thought about this. We should bring a drum set in sometime and just see if Nick can actually play it. He could play along with uh, to Snarky Puppy. <laughs> I, I don't think so. They're definitely uh, a little bit little bit higher caliber than I am, but jazz tends to be kind of the, uh, yeah, the, like I said, the final frontier of, of, of it, learning music. And is odd, that because it's more difficult? Yeah, odd time signature and, you know, the whole, quote unquote, it's the notes you don't play in jazz, that kind of thing. Hmm. It was a Miles mm. Davis comment about it, the, the space between the notes yeah. is more important than the notes. Yeah. Well, really, I'd, really, I'd, Miles? Uh, I'd be a really so. good jazz player then because there'd be a <laughs> lot of space. You know, I think uh, jazz cats definitely have a different way of, uh, of listening to music and looking at things. It's a lot of math, too, you know, and unlike uh, some of us here, math was never my strong suit. So, you know. I'm curious whose strong suit it is. Morrison, is that you? Are you the math guy? Someone. Ask the physiology major. No, I did, I did math, but that's why I stuck to the, the sciences. <laughs> the chemistry. Yeah, huh. stick to the chemistry. So, 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 so the, but, but Snarky Puppy is a group, about 40 guys. Yeah. I, guys, I mean, women and men. People. People. Human beings. Thank yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, thanks yeah. For, thanks not, for putting me back on the politically correct <laughs> yeah, path. we got to watch canine, ourselves here. Canines. Uh-huh. No canines. <laughs> no canines. There are no dogs allowed in the band. Um, I know. Yeah, judging by their picture, it looks like uh, it looks like quite the uh, quite the ensemble. So I'm excited. Uh, they're playing the Mandavi Center in September, and um, who's Mandavi? Uh, <laughs> don't put me on the spot with that. Uh, and so these guys, these guys are just kind of rotating through. They're, you know, and and by guys, you mean men and women? Yes, yes, yeah, I folks. mean men, <laughs> folks, y'all, people. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, I think it's a rotating, a rotating ensemble. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a learning experience for me, without a doubt. Um, I haven't uh, haven't experienced too much live jazz. Um, last time I went down to the Mandavi Center was with my dad to go see uh, Doc Watson, who's a uh, Old timey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I was, I was maybe a little too young to appreciate it at I the think time, but Jordan's mouth might be too close to his mic. <laughs> we, I didn't think you were going there. With that. We, okay. I, I like the first part where I think Jordan's. <laughs> I think that's okay. We'll fix it in post. No, you can't. Can, am I too close? We can. <laughs> you can't. You can't no, no, get any closer. You could, you, could, you, could, you could have it down your throat. <laughs> I like just being intimate and in the moment. It's, All right. the, it's the best way for the NPR voice. Yeah, that's right. I like to whisper loud. But yeah, my my closing thought on that is uh, excited to see the band that I'm. 
you know, not super familiar with that all my friends seem to know much better than me. I'm just far behind. Speaking of Mandavi and jazz, I saw some some music at, at that place once. <laughs> what place? At the Mandavi Center um, is what we're, we're referring to. Um, it was great. Chick, Chick Corea, Return to Forever. It's kind of jazz. Oh, yeah. Latin fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just incredible. That facility is amazing. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no. You guys were looking at me like, <laughs> is it because the microphone's too close? That's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we lock really, eyes. It's too. really annoying. It's the look in your eye. Or is it my the mustache? closest to the microphone. Is it my mustache? <laughs> that too. <laughs> that yes. too. Yeah. It's, the whole package is just damn annoying. <laughs> Glad it's not video. Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of going for Snarky Puppy because they have these blended sounds. And I thought, okay, you're probably thinking... As you go there. I'm going there to kind of get the idea of how things blend together so I can make better wine. That was my thought. Oh. 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 That's revelatory. Really dumb. Well, yeah. That's, um, hmm. Obscure. Stretch. Yeah. Stretch, maybe. But What's a jazz, what's a jazz uh, analogy make about? What, uh, which, which, which raises a great question. When you guys are making wine, what music do you listen to? It's oh, terrible, I got to tell you. You know, it's really... I actually like that question. That's a great question. I sometimes wonder if the music I listen to when I blend affects my blends. Truly, I've thought about this. Uh, it ranges from Sonic Youth. Anyone out there? I, yeah? I'm familiar. Come that's on. the other younger person. I'm no familiar. Idea. Come on. <laughs> no 1985? Idea. I mean, that's not like two years. Uh, so Sonic Youth, uh, all the way to, I've been listening to a lot of Pharaoh Sanders lately. Nope. No, not oh, familiar with no. that. When you get to Lawrence Welk, wake me up, will you? <laughs> yeah, anyone out there, check it out. Nobody's ever said when you get to Lawrence Welk, <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really love listening to music while blending, making wine. Well, Nick's, Nick's always got some fun music out on the crush pad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to say to that point, Jordan has a very extensive... Uh, listening profile a palette if you will oh yeah different oh. sounds oh palette yeah that's mm. an assistant winemaker complimentary that's, complimenting yeah. the winemaker exactly exactly I, otherwise we, we're also yeah we're also that happens all the time he is my boss we're yeah. not oh. above uh 90s grunge or r&b as well if, if the time arises oh no no and as as anybody who works here can attest to you can hear jordan singing from across the vineyard if the mood strikes. I'll save you the example. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, we appreciate your... That'll be our Patreon-exclusive content. Yeah. You have oh, to pay for oh, that. Perfect. <laughs> we'll have the video going for that karaoke session. Yeah, we'll sounds get Ellie, great. We'll get Ellie, our, our vineyard foreman, out here. He's apparently a master class karaoke singer. I would love to see that. I know. Really? So... Um, I don't want to take you away from the, your list of, of uh, music. That uh, you... Yeah, let's see. What else? No. <laughs> David, so Bridge Over Troubled Waters. What's going on? You got a... Did you like that? Did you like oh, that? Segway. 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 Uh, nothing's going on right now besides I'm parking on the opposite side of the bridge and having to walk to my house. Which, get, get your steps in. Yeah, I'm getting my steps in. It's not really that much further than the detached garage, but still kind of a pain. Is this still the damage from the uh, the incident that somebody ran into it? Yeah, that was in what uh, 2021. 
No, it was in 22. Uh, <laughs> good point. Though. We're in tw- good. for, for yeah, so 2023, it, April 4th a, is when we're recording a tow, tow, a tow truck driver picked up my son's car. A and what? I picked up your son's Say car. that 10 times fast. He picked up my son's car. <laughs> no, tow truck, truck driver. <laughs> I had a problem saying it once. <laughs> picked up the car. There's a radius turn to get to the bridge. I told him, I asked him if he could make it, and he said that he would try, and if not, then he'd back up and <laughs> Not what you trying. want a tow truck driver and to ever say. the tow truck driver never <laughs> slowed down. He just kept going, and one of his tires was off the bridge, and the whole bridge just cracked on one side. So quite a bit of damage. The water's running. We can't really repair it while the water's running. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, is that why it's taking so long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and when he said, uh, "If I can't make it," you didn't say anything at that point. Interrupt him to say, "What does that mean?" He never stopped. He just <laughs> kept going. He he only stopped after the damage, and he was sitting in the middle of the bridge. And then at that point, I just said, "Go, go, go," because I was afraid he was going <laughs> to fall into, the, into creek. the creek. Yeah. So. Yeah, very disappointing. They've been less than responsive, let's say. And uh, do you want to name the company so you can be sued? So I can be sued? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm not done. There's still stuff to happen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But well, Jordan, the reason I bring it up, Jordan said he drove by your place the other day and saw your truck miles from the house. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just driving on the way to the the winery from the freeway. I uh, uh, noticed you were still parked in front of the bridge, facing out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay though. Like you said, I'm getting my steps in. Exactly. So Nick, uh, we we don't we're just starting, so the the mailbox can't possibly have anything in it. But just or does it? Or does it? <laughs> does it? Oh my god. As Mr. Gerard said at the top of the uh, top of the show here, um, you can send us an email to tastingroom at davidgerardvineyards.com. Uh, give us a call at five three. Actually, text is better at five three zero two nine five one eight three three. Um, or send us a physical letter to seven four one Cold Springs Road. We'd love to uh, to get that kind of stuff as long as it's not laced with ricin or anything like that for all the um, uh, gen zers out think, there who are listening yeah yeah gen z <laughs> they'll they'll I never hear this i couldn't say that with the straight <laughs> they'll never hear this uh no but also we have uh instagram facebook if you do. if you want to yeah. uh, up the modern yeah oh yeah that's right we have social media too instagram david gerard uh winery i believe is our instagram handle and then facebook is david gerard vineyards uh Come, uh, come check us out. Lots of exciting stuff going on there. Shameless plug. That's what we do. It is our business after <laughs> this all. Is, um, this whole thing's a shameless plug. <laughs> That's uh, I, I Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, so we, do, we do have a, a message from, I believe, some time ago. Uh, we have a message from Bill who is asking... Uh, I always hear wine talked about in Where's terms Bill of... from? He's from Chappaqua? Chappaqua? Yeah, Bill from Chappaqua. 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 Yeah, of course. Hey, Bill. Um, He says, I always hear wine talked about in terms of notes of vanilla, hints of blackberry, overtones of tobacco, and all that stuff. I never taste any of that. I just taste wine. Are wine snobs just making all that stuff up? I pose Mm. that question to the group. Well, as uh, 
Uh, da- uh, David Morrison, you're in the tasting room a lot. What do you you kind of get that stuff sometimes. Well, I, I think I do get that sometimes. And I've even had a few people ask me if we add plum or blueberry or things like that to our wine. And I want to assure everybody that we do not. Only, only grapes are harmed in the making of this wine. <laughs> and a couple of bees that may fall Maybe into the... Bees, uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, no, as far as... Should I actually like, go into wine? Because it's, yeah, it's somewhat, somewhat about oh, yeah. we're going into it, not somewhat. Keep, oh, it, no. keep it short. The last thing we want to do is talk about wine. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, yeah, I always tell people not to think too much about it and enjoy it. Honestly, if you don't, if you don't get those notes that are written in front of you, there's nothing wrong with that. It's all about enjoyment. Uh, but those are made... Those are essences, I guess. Some a word redolent comes to mind where it reminds you of those uh, aromas or flavors. Yeah. But well, and I, and I know that there's been a few times where where Nick Jordan and I and David G sometimes will um, taste wines and separately come up with uh, what we taste or smell. And then we'll compare the lists, and if there's some overlap, then it seems like those are the ones that usually make the list. Yeah. You know, what I tell people sometimes, too, is is uh, just like some people can hear better, some people can uh, can has a be- have better senses of smell, um, touch, all of that. Um, some people are, are, are better at it. That's why they have master sommeliers. They just taste everything that's in there and some people have a discriminating taste they can tell uh, if a bottle of wine came from a particular producer uh, that's rare but it does happen um, and and if you want to test that theory uh, um, you know dogs have a hundred times better sense of smell than human beings bears have 300 times better sense of smell so they're they're you, and and whenever we have dogs and bears come into the tasting room, uh, you know they're, they're we pretty could get discriminated. a dog to write. That would be great. Uh, just let us. We know. actually have a, a discerning bear uh, on yes, our property, yeah. and it really enjoys Morvedro. That's bear. truth. I thought, um, was, I thought it was the Grenache. It'll pass the Grenache and go to the Morvedro. Wow! It might nibble some Grenache on the way. That's kind of the opposite of me. I usually pass the Morvedro to get to the Grenache. Yeah, yeah that's See? me too. Huh. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah. So those are there's some. Uh, I mean, there's much more. Again, we can. They would take ten podcasts to go into chemistry of the aromas and things. Well, that that's, are that's your training as a physiologist <laughs> yeah, coming not, before. Yeah, that's yeah. not what we want to talk about. No, yeah. but, but I think that answers Bill's yeah. from Chappaquas. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just Bill, the other, you're out there the other thing I would I would add briefly is yeah, it depends on what uh, fruit you're using your winemaking style, and then how you age something also. Uh, things like vanilla uh, is what I heard, uh, tobacco. Those are aged, you know, things that have gone through barrels. So there's some winemaking uh, aromas that come out through the choices of, of the winemaker as well. But maybe maybe a more in-depth discussion. Come on in. Yeah, Give there us you a, go. Yeah. Come on in and we'll talk about it. What else you got, Nick? Uh, uh, who else? Well, more mail. Hey, whoa, postman. 
<laughs> this just in. Um, <laughs> we do. We do have one breaking more. Breaking news. Breaking news. Not <laughs> Bill. It's not Bill again. Is it? <laughs> uh, no. This one is from. Uh, this is from Mo in Springfield. I wonder if he knows oh, Homer. Interesting. Wow. Well, um, well. He writes. I always thought screw top wines were cheap wines, but some of them are pricier than wines with corks. What's going on? What's the deal with? <laughs> Well, Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, packaging is a big part of wine. Corks, traditionally, for many reasons, were used to stopper a bottle as technology and, and understanding of, you know, what, what allows a wine to age happens. Uh, the screw, screw caps are actually quite sophisticated. Uh, many of them have oxygen absorbing capabilities and all sorts of features. Uh, oh, I was just going to ask that. So screw tops seem impermeable, right? That nothing would get in, nothing would get out. But now they've... They're designing yeah, medium uh, to, that are, is embedded in the screw cap. I'm sure someone will uh, fact check. Please do. Um, <laughs> but it is much more... So you're not sure about what you're saying. It's somewhat about wine. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're somewhat knowledgeable. <laughs> so we're just going to present stuff, and it's up to you, the audience, yeah. to figure out if what we're saying is just true like or any good media. David, we're back to artificial intelligence. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, but that's very interesting. No, and, and there's a lot. I mean, you could, you could find a $70 Pinot, and sometimes it'll have a screw cap now. Hmm. Um, Usually they're wines that are meant to be consumed earlier. You know, they're f kind of fresher, fruitier wines that don't necessarily need to age. But um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't judge a wine by much more than what you perceive in the glass while you're enjoying it. You know, it's, it's hard to judge a wine by its label, by its closure, whether it has a capsule or not. But I think it's maybe interesting to bring up corked wine. Um, right. That's another value of um, a cap. Because industry standard, I believe, is 5% of, of yeah. wine. Which is improving there, too, because of technology. But corked wine, sub, sub note, parentheses. Yes, corked wine we'll talk about uh, so tea, next time. It's a, yeah, it's a, a flaw that happens from... A chemical that comes from the cork. Oh, goes our next podcast. Right now. Yeah, well, okay, we briefly talked about it. Real quick, real quick. But that screw cap may Yeah, you're not going to get any corked, you know, cork-tainted wine, I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah. Or you ideally shouldn't, unless something really Something's really wrong. Yeah, yeah. Last note on the screw tops for our buddy Mo here. Um I remember when we went to the uh, the wine symposium in Sacramento, um, you know, it's just massive. Uh, if you ever get the chance, any of you listening out there get the chance to go. It's uh, it's for industry people, but there's a lot of fascinating stuff. But the amount of screw caps that I saw there was, uh, it seems to be on the up and up, you know, especially with fancy colors and thing like, things like that. And um, it's a lot easier to get open when you don't have a bottle opener, that's for sure. Mm. Good mm -hmm. point. Yeah. And, and with that, I think we're going to close up shop for today. God, oh, we're just feel warmed oh, up. It went by so fast. But 
I have a few. Oh. I'm, I'm not done yet. <laughs> well, I have a few things to say. Matter of fact, I'm looking at it now, closing remarks. So <laughs> you can see there's a ton of stuff on. It's here. right there. Um, so so don't forget to text or email your questions for us next week, uh, 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 and we will we will be on the uh, be available at at Friday on Friday. <laughs> Jesus, uh, uh, on Fridays <laughs> at five. After hours, somewhat about wine, uh, when we will address Jordan's assertion that trash talkers make better winemakers. We'll also get Nick's mm-hmm. take as a drummer on what kind of wine can substitute for endless practice sessions and getting ready to actually play for a gig. Ooh. David so, Morrison will inform us what wine he poured for his CPA in an attempt to get more, to, in an attempt to uh, incentivize him to get more tax deductions on his 2022 return. Do we want to record did, did this? Work. Is this yeah. <laughs> and more. Um, Evidence. So, Nick, do you want to tell us again, just once more, uh, where folks can and send in their questions to us? Sure. And, yeah. and, and where they can visit our winery. Yeah. So, um, the winery is located at 741 Cold Springs Road. That's in Placerville, California. Um, we'd love to have any of y'all out here. It's, so, we're here from Friday to Sunday from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. Uh, you can send us questions or comments or uh, really, really anything you want to send us to uh, the email is tastingroom at davidgerardvineyards.com. Uh, our phone number here is 530-295-1833. Uh, you can find us on the web at davidgerardvineyards.com. Find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you know, we've kind of uh, permeated the the internet, if you will, so... Keep that in mind. We'd love to hear from uh, from anybody out there listening. And if you want to get a little bit of a flavor of where we hope to go with this podcast, uh, you can look up uh, a book I have on Audible, uh, David Gerard, uh, somewhat about wine, and just check into Audible and um, um, take a listen. I uh, hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Nick, the editor here, just jumping in at the end uh, just to say thanks for listening and bearing with us. This is our first foray into podcasting, so if the sound is a little uneven or, you know, any other discrepancies that you might hear in there, uh, it will only get better with time. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to jump in, say thanks, and um, we will talk to you all next time. Bye.